0: This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Alright, before we sit, let's read the scriptures together. Things of the Spirit this morning we'll be talking about being helped by the holy spirit the help of the holy spirit hallelujah and you know the spirit is one this morning when the leaders were praying someone raised that prayer point about the help let's just read psalm 46 verses 1 to 5 and then we'll take our seat together god is our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble therefore we will not fear say therefore i will not fear even though the earth be removed Let's continue together. And the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Three. Though its waters roar and be troubled. Though the mountains shake with swelling. There is a river. Hallelujah. Pastor Shola taught us last week. The Bible says, out of your belly shall flow what? Rivers of living water. Let's continue. There is a river whose streams shall make glad. The city of God. The holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of us. Say, God is with me. God is in the household of David. God is with Pastor Sholan, Pastor Abigail. And we shall not be moved. Let's continue. God shall help us just at the break of dawn. Say, God shall help me. I have the help of God. I'm not alone. I'm not doing this life alone. Celebrate Jesus as you sit together. Hallelujah. Let's have our seats. You know, that scripture is very strong. And you know, when Pastor Joshua informed me that I'll be taking that pastor, Lam, pastor Abigail had, you know, I, I thank you so much, sir. I, I can't thank you enough. And I'm so honored to serve under your ministry. You know, God is indeed the help. And the, the Holy Spirit, I've seen the help of the Holy Spirit in my life. You know, before I go in, let me when 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 people look at you, I'll give this example and then I'll continue. You know, when God has helped you, people look at you and you look like you're more than you are. People look at you, I'll give an example, people look at me sometimes and say, I borrow me money. And when I hear the amount, I said, you believe I can borrow you this amount of money? And I say, God, please, as this people, or as this person has esteemed me, help me to rise to that level quickly. And you know, God has been helping me. In the past, I would say, ah, if you shake me, only two couple, two coins, you hear coins. But one day, the Holy Spirit cautioned me and said, be careful of your confessions. And since then, I changed my vocabulary. And since I joined this church, I've seen myself grow from level to level. I've listened to the word of God. I have confessed the word of God. Just like many of you have practiced the word of God. And so when people tell you things, don't try to feign humility and say, ah, no, even me. If I see five now, if I see 1,000, I go. it's not your portion. When someone comes and says, Ah, someone you told me once that I give me your card. I, I thought you would give me your car. I laughed. I said, Father God, in Jesus' name I'll start giving cars. Don't belittle yourself. Praise the Lord. Say, we have the help of the Holy Spirit. You see, the help of the Holy Spirit is reliable, it's consistent. You can depend on God. He's the dependable God. Bible says a thousand will fall by your left and ten thousand by your right hand side. But it will not what? It will not come near us because we have a God that is merciful. And that's why we need to depend solely on the Holy Spirit. Bible says the arm of flesh will fail you. Bible says vain NKJV. KJV is the help of man. I think that's Psalm 60 verse 11. Vain, the help of man. I think New King James says the help of man is what? Is useless. Not because they don't want to help you. Because man is incapable of meeting your needs. Amen. Except God puts it in the heart of man. How many times have you met people and say, help me? And they say, I will help you. And you go there the next day and say, ah, you won't believe it. As you left yesterday, somebody got to the hospital. And that money I plan to give you. Sometimes they are genuine. And if that was your only hope, you know, how many people, I'm sure people have been in that situation. Or some people have gotten emails to say, you have resumed on this job and you have come to give testimony or you have told people. And then you get there the next week and they tell you, we're well, sorry, we made a mistake. Say, that's not my portion. No more disappointments in Jesus' name. Our God has never lost a battle. He will not start with you. Say, God has never lost a battle. He won't start with me. My case is going to be different. I receive answers to every solution in my life. And you know, we're praying and we're fasting and as we're taking, we're speaking together this morning, I was very deliberate to ensure that we say words and we pray. Luke one thirty seven says, for with God, nothing is impossible. And when, you know, Pashallah has told us to dwell on the scripture, and he has placed emphasis on meditating on the scripture. So when you say, for with God, nothing is impossible, what is that situation? A doctor has given you a diagnosis, and you heard that one, two, three, four, five people died of that ailment. When he gets to your kids, you say, God, you have said in your word, nothing will be impossible to them that believed. Remember the Tower of Babel. What did God say? It wasn't man that said it. What did God say? Bible says God came down and he says he looked at men. They were building a tower to get to the heavens. And Bible says going forward, there shall be nothing that will be impossible to man that he has what? Bible students, he has proposed in his heart. So propose in your heart today that there is nothing according to the will of God that I want for my life that will not come to pass in Jesus' name. You should never take no for an answer when it comes to the battles of your life. I was speaking to someone during this week. I said, when I pray, I pray viciously. I pray violently because the enemy, Bible says, he goes about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Your enemy is not keeping quiet. So why should you keep quiet? Why should you get tired? Why should you be discouraged? Say, I will not be discouraged. For with God concerning me, nothing shall be impossible. Amen. And you know, just as we're saying so, and it's just to create balance. Even though we're not relying on God, when you go to meet a man for help, always pray ahead and say, "God, I want you to go ahead of me." Can we have Psalm sixty eleven? And there's a parallel scripture, Psalm hundred and eight, verse twelve. Media, can I have Psalm sixty eleven and then Psalm hundred and eight right after that? Please, let's read together. I said, "Give us help from trouble, for the help of man is what useless." Verse twelve. Media said, through God, we will do valiantly. For it is God who shall tread down our enemies. Can we have Psalm 108, verse 12? Media, please, Psalm 108. Parallel scripture. It says, give us help from trouble. For the help of man is useless. Can I have this verse in KJV? Give us help from trouble. Let's say it together. For vain is the help of man. That means even if man wants to help you, sometimes they are incapable. Never rely on men. Because the truth is the best of a man is still what? The best of a man is still a man. Unless the Lord builds a house, the builders what? They build in vain. Bible says he gives his beloved what sleeps, sweet sleep. Praise the Lord. Can I have Psalm one twenty seven, verse one to two? Amen. I like reading scripture. It says, except the Lord builds a house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keeps a city. They, except the, okay, JB, thank you. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchmen stay awake in vain. Verse 2. He says, it is vain for you to rise up early. That means to go up. Sometimes, you know, when scripture says, have you commanded your mornings since you, your days began? Have you asked God, take control of my day? As I'm about to go into this endeavor, don't take the mercies of God for granted. See, the gift of sleeping and waking up is the mercy of God. We read Psalm 91 every day. Bible says he gives his beloved what sweet sleep. How do I know? You know, the book I think was in Luke, where that man that, you know, said to now I have farmed, I have harvested. He says, I will tell my soul sleep be merry and what did the owner of his soul say He said, foolish man he says who are you to say i will sleep today i wake up tomorrow always commit yourself and your ways to god praise the lord and never trust in man can i have um, the book of first Kings 17 because the truth is man may be willing and in in the category of the help of man we have three categories um let's start from verse eight I don't want to dwell too much on it, verse 8. Man may be willing, but unable to help you. There are certain times you go to meet people, and there are people that have come to meet us, and you say, "I want, you genuinely want to help them. You feel sorry for them. But in that instance, you are incapable. Verse 8, it says, Then the word of the Lord came to him, Elijah, saying, verse 9, Let's be fast. Arise and go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. He says, see, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. Ten. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he got to the gates of the city, indeed there was a widow there. This widow, he didn't know her. And the widow didn't know him. Gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. Ten. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said... Bring me a morsel of bread in your hand, twelve. And so she said, As the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread. I thought God said I had prepared a widow to make bread for you. He says, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour of bean, and um, in a bin, and a little oil in a jar. And see, I'm gathering a couple of sticks that I might go to prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat and die. But this is the and Elijah said to her, Do not fear. But go and do as you have said. Make me a small cake from it first and bring it to me. And afterwards, make some for yourself and your son. Verse 14. It says, for surely the Lord God of Israel, for surely thus says the Lord God of Israel, the bean of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the Lord sends rain on the earth. Hallelujah. That was, if you want to celebrate, celebrate God. You know, It's very funny and God opened my eyes to see this thing for the first time. He says, do you realize I sent Elijah to a widow that actually did not have? That is the mercy of God. And in this instance, the woman was actually willing. And God's mercy at the help of the Holy Spirit. It wasn't just Elijah that he helped. You know, he helped the widow. Bible says in verse 15 that both her and her household. Bible says they had food to eat till the drought ended. Why did she say she wanted to die in verse 13? Because there was a drought. This same Elijah had you know, prophesied earlier in that chapter. And there was drought. And Elijah had stayed by the brook for many days. But the brook dried up. That woman had seen her neighbor die. For her to say, I want to eat this last bread. And after that, me and my son will die. That means other people had been dying. Praise the Lord. But God looked at this woman and said, There's something about you that is calling for my mercy. And there's something about someone today that is calling on the mercy of God. And you will receive that mercy in Jesus' name. And God preserved not just her and her household, but also preserved Elijah. So in this case, she was willing. She was willing but unable. Another example is: man may be able or unwilling, like Nabal the fool in the Bible. David had helped him, had taken care of his sheep. We won't go into it by scripture. And David sent his men to tell him, Your servants, David, we have protected your sheep. And he says, Who is that David? Who is that, you know, called him names? And David was going to kill him. But, you know, Abigail came, his wife, and, you know, pleaded with him, and he did not. And, you know, in these situations in life, there are times that you genuinely need help. I know some of us have I've had that kind of boss. I had a senior like that in secondary school many years ago. She looked at me and said, I just don't like you and I don't know why. You know, that's deep. And some people are suffering from disfavor. You get to the office, they are promoting other people. They don't promote you. In that video, I don't know that I get back in. That guy that, you know, they gave promotion. The other colleagues. I don't know if you've watched that video, Victoria Renzi. If they haven't, go and watch a powerful video. Bible says, when the ways of a man pleases the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be what? To be at peace with him. There are certain situations you get into. Someone say, I'll have the favor of God. The oil of favor is upon me. I will never suffer from disfavor. Certain people walk in places and people are being promoted. They are just not seen. Their files are missing. Or when it, I, I, I know someone that it happens to one on one. They had promoted, you know, hired somebody into a position above her. And then the HR manager now opened her file. That file was always there. And he said, you have these qualifications. You have an MBA. You have this degree. He said, you were qualified for this position. He said, I did not see your file. What happened? Why was it after they had hired somebody into that position? That was when her file was seen. It means that sometimes man may be able... But unwilling, and a very pathetic situation in the Bible. Second Kings 6:26 to 27. This is a case where man is both willing and able, but helpless. He says, Then the king, there was drought, you know, the, I think Syria had sieged Israel. He said, Then the king of Israel was passing by a wall, and I'm sure you know this story. And a woman cried unto him, saying, Help me, O God, my Lord, my king. And look at what the king said. He said, This is your president or the king. If the Lord does not help you, where can I find help from you? From the threshing floor or from the wine prince? And we're all victims. You know, we've heard at Ibelosok and Magbewa Sisale. And everybody's suffering from this same thing. Praise the Lord. You know, for those that don't understand, you don't need to understand. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And sometimes your president is clueless. And I'm not talking about the nation of Nigeria. Sometimes your, your, your leaders are clueless. So if they are looking, it says, the king said to her, what is troubling you? And I don't want to read beyond. They said, the woman said to me, you know, you know this um, pathetic story where there was famine. And what will make a woman tell another woman, let me kill my son. These are days when people will rather starve to let their children live. But let me eat your son today. And then we will eat another person's son tomorrow. God forbid. But that was how pathetic this situation is. But the king was clueless. But thank God we have a king. We have a God. Nothing catches him by surprise. Bible says he went to the rest and he told Moses, stretch your rod. And a see, a miracle that had never happened. Bible says what? He patted it. Say, Lord, I trust you. Help me keep my focus on you. At all times. Praise the Lord. I want to talk about someone that God helped mightily in the Bible. Because at times we read this scripture and then after that I'll give a testimony that happened as a sequel to the last testimony I gave. You know, there are times you give a testimony and the devil wants to try and say, you gave that testimony the last time. Let us see how it will come to pass. And I faced a very similar situation. But before I share that testimony, let's read the book of Mark 10. We'll be talking about blind Bartimaeus 46 to 52 you know, I, I struggle with so many examples. Uh, Mark chapter 10 verse 46. It says now they came to Jericho as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude followed him, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road, begging. And that name Timaeus means honor. But someone that should have had honor was poor. He had two problems. You know, he wasn't just blind. He was also what? Begging. Who begs? Do rich people beg. I mean, will you leave your house today and go to the roadside to beg? No. It means he was blind, he was poor, he was disadvantaged. And when he heard that Jesus of Nazareth was passing, he began to cry out saying, Jesus, son of David, have what? Have mercy on me. And the Lord is having mercy on someone this morning in Jesus' name. Both physically and online. You see, blind, Bartimaeus was physically blind, but spiritually he had sights. When pastor tells us, read the word, meditate, blind Bartimaeus has heard that Jesus Christ raised Lazarus. There's an echo, a loud noise on this. Blind Bartimaeus had heard that Jesus had turned water into wine. And he told himself, I'm sure he had even heard that there was a woman with an issue of blood and that the blood dried up because he was blind. So that means even if his eyes were open, he would not recognize Jesus. Jesus passed beside him. My mind writes. But that day he heard. And as he kept, Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you, you know, Bible, I preached last week that this word is inside of us. And as you pray and speak in tongues, the word is activated. When you get into trouble, it's not the time to start looking for scripture to quote. Praise the Lord. Bible says, I will bring you into remembrance of the things that I have taught you. If it, if it, let me give an example. You, you live in an estate. You refuse to have a gate in front of your house. And then thieves come. Is it that night you start erecting a gate? That is how foolish it is to wait until the day of trouble comes before you start reading your Bible. Praise the Lord. You have to be prepared ahead of time. And he says, he shouted, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And just like that woman with the issue of blood, she told herself, Bible says, she had suffered many things from the hands of, of many physicians, and she could not in any wise be made whole. They've given her drugs. How many years had she suffered? Bible students, 12 years. That's a long, you know what issue of blood is? For a woman to be on a menstrual period, you know, It stinks. And she's, damaged. she's smelling, she's an outcast, and because life is in the blood, she's probably shriveled, she looks old. But that day, Jesus was on his way to heal the daughter of Jairus, and she saw Jesus from afar, and she said, today, I'm getting my healing today i am not living here the same way i came and we're fasting people we're praying 30 days don't let these 30 days come and go and meet you the same way my life is a testimony i know how i was when i joined hod hey i know the state of my finances when i joined hod i know the state of my spiritual life when i joined hod I, did i go to hold pastor shola's jacket or pastor Bigels jacket no I sat under the word. I heard the word. I meditated the word. I confessed the word. And my life has gone from glory to glory. Your lives will go from glory to glory in Jesus' name. And I'm sure we're all testaments of that testimony as well. And he says, today I will receive my sight. Verse 48. You know, be careful about the opinions of men. When he was shouting, there many warned him to be quiet. Some people have told you, uh, you are past the age of menopause. You can't have children. Who are you? Have you read the Bible? Bible says it was told to Sarah, at the time of man, you shall be delivered. And she even Sarah laughed. But God kept his word. He kept his word to Abraham because he has told him, I will make you a father of nations. He says, one that shall come from your own body shall be your hair, not your servant. And Sarah's womb, Bible says, receive strength to conceive. So they've told you, you have a third class, you can't pass they've told you mathematics is difficult so you will never pass they've told you you come from a family or a lineage of failures your family they don't pass or your, your family is an outcast you say my case is different say it. my case is different no matter what label i've been given i have a new name in christ and that name is the name of victory that name is the name of success you know pastor shola says when they are saying confession confess it's so tell somebody it works. I'm not just speaking empty words. Tell your neighbor. I'm not speaking empty words. My words are backed with power. No matter what name they give you, tell them my name will change. And Blind Bartimaeus told himself, "I am going to receive my testimony today." Let's continue. Verse forty-nine. He says, and he cont- Bible says, Bartimaeus shouted words loudly. You know, Jesus heard him the first time he shouted, but did he answer? No. Jesus probably heard when people were telling him to keep quiet. Because it was loud. Jesus didn't answer him then. But the Bible says, blind Bartimaeus shouted what? Loudly. And Bible says, so Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. The same people that told him, your case is important. Look at man. Man is here today. there tomorrow same people that told you you can never achieve anything in life. You know, when you make it, they'll come, ah, my brother, I knew it. I knew it. I knew we serve a faithful God. At this, our God does not fail. And then when you're dancing in your testimony, they'll come and dance with you. These are the same people that told you nothing good will come out of you. You know, I heard about someone. The boss, when they were promoting people, did not put her name on the list. Then she prayed and she went to a higher boss. And her name came out on the promotion list. And when they were celebrating, and my boss I came, ah, my sister, I'm the one that puts your name on the list. Meanwhile, she knew it was not depressing because success attracts. And your success will, keep, will silence your enemies in Jesus' name. He says, so Jesus commanded, be of good cheer. Rise is calling you. Verse, next verse. And throwing his garments aside. Even that is a message on his own. Throwing away old mindsets. Throwing away his doubts. Verse 51. He rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus said unto him, what do you want me to do for you? He said, is it that Jesus didn't say that he was blind? So when pastor tells us in church to pray, don't say, God knows my situation and you are angry. I've been asking you for this car for the past two years. You have not given me. I've asked you for my house rent. You are not giving me. And we're telling you, pray now is the time to pray. And Jesus asked him, What do you want me to do for you? And someone is praying, and and you are praying, but open your mouth and tell God what you want. He says, Rabbi, that I might receive my sight. You know, some people in Israel saw Jesus as the son of the carpenter. But how come a man that didn't have physical eyes saw him as Rabbi? And he says, Jesus, Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you whole. Who is Jesus to you? do you actually believe that the holy spirit can help you you know pastor joshua preached one wednesday he says you believe that god can do it but do you believe that god can do it for you that's the question some of you see people giving testimonies and you're saying now it's because they are holy are you not holy bible says he has been made unto us what righteousness which scripture are you reading he has been made unto us righteousness redemption wisdom when you're writing an exam, say, I have the mind of Christ. I cannot fail. And I've not forgotten the testimony I want to give. Praise the Lord. And that is why I'm so grateful for the help of the Holy Spirit. Let's quickly go to the book of Daniel two, twenty two. 22. The Holy Spirit read Daniel two twenty two, 22. He reveals deep and secret things. So, you know, in the book of Daniel, I'm sure, just the, the prequel to this, the king had had a dream. And then he had asked his wise men, I want you to tell me my dream. Imagine husband and wife sleeping on the bed. And the husband wakes and says, if you really love me, I had a bad dream. Tell me that dream and it's bad enough. Twins in the same womb can't tell you your dream. But the king came and said, I want you to tell me my dream. I know the wise man said, oh God, it is only with the gods. It doesn't lie with mortal men. The truth is, there are some situations that humans can't help you. You know, there are doctors that will tell you. I've been, you know, I was in a particular hospital room with someone, and the doctor looked at us and said, Everything that can be medically done to treat this person has been done. Nothing medically can be done again. But we have a God who rules in the affairs of men. That when men have cast you out, God says, Rise and live. Hallelujah. And he says, the deep and secret things belong to God. It says, but let's go to verse 26. I don't want to read too many scriptures because of time. He says, the king answered and said to Daniel, whose name was Belshazzar, are you able to make known to me the dream that I have seen and its interpretation? Verse 27. Daniel answered in the presence of the king. He says, the secrets which the king has demanded, the wise men, the astrologers, presidents, CEOs, Nations cannot declare to the king, verse 28. Hey, he says, but there is a God who reveals secrets. There is a God. Say, I have a God. I have a God, hey, who never fails. I have a God, hey, who never fails. I have a God that never fails. Amen. Who never fails? Who never fails? Jesus never fails. Forevermore, I'm sure you can tell. That I love to sing. He never fails. Jesus never fails. Say my Jesus, never fails. There is no situation that is impossible for him. And he says, and he has made known to the king Nebuchadnezzar what to be in the latter dreams, your dreams and visions upon your bed. And then he continued. Let's go to Luke 19:41 to 42. We have a God that reveals. Our God reveals. And God wants to reveal to you and I. Everything that will make for our peace. If we can call on him in faith. He says, now as Jesus drew near, he saw the city and wept over it. Where I'm going to verse 42. He says, if you had known, even you, especially today, the things that make for your peace, but now your eyes are hidden from them. Because this way, people that refuse to acknowledge God. Say, I will acknowledge God. Holy Spirit, help me. People have gotten shipwrecked. Gotten married to people that they had no business getting married to. Gotten into jobs that, you know, I heard of a man that was in a place where they used to give him you know, for 10,000, 20,000, you change your job, and after three months, they can't pay salaries. And people will ask you, did you not pray? Don't change your job because of salary increments. Change your job because God said so. Don't marry a girl because of flasso, mark and figure eight. Marry her because what? God said so. Abs don't put food on the table. A man that can't speak in tongues, when demons come, those abs will vanish. Praise the Lord. You must be led by the spirit of God. Bible says, as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are what? They are the sons of God. I have seen God give me monumental increase. I mean, the wonderful leaders that I serve with, everyone is a testimony. We've seen our lives go from level to level. And it has to. Our father, Pastor Shola, we're eating from him. And so, ah, Bible says, a you know, it's not in the Bible. A lion begets a lion. Praise the Lord. You know, when you've quoted Bible too much, everything becomes Bible said. A lion can only beget a lion. A dog begets a dog. A cat begets a cat, but I am the lion. Why? Because my father is the lion of the tribe of Judah. And Bible says that the righteous shall be what? Bold as lions. And bold as the lion, praise the Lord. We won't enter into wrong relationships in Jesus' name. You will not take the wrong steps in Jesus' name. Not every door is a breakthrough. Some doors are breakdowns. You go through it and you begin to go down. Some people move into apartments, move in there with four cars, healthy children, everybody begins to fall sick. I don't know if you remember that sermon of Pastor Shola, where he says someone, sometimes someone comes to stay with you. And from that moment, everything goes wrong. I pray that everyone's eyes will be open spiritually in Jesus' name. That we will know the things that make for our peace in Jesus' name. That is why we have the help of the Holy Spirit. 2 Chronicles 2.20, 2 Chronicles 20.15 second chronicles 2015 media places the help of god is our assurance that we will win in the battles of life let's take it together and he said listen all of you judah you inhabitants of jerusalem we're reading together and you king Josaphat. thus says the lord to you do not be afraid not dismayed. He said, because of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours. It's what? It is the Lord. Say the battle is the Lord's. It's not over until you win. It's not over until God says it is over. And God will not say it is over until you win. Say it's not over until God says it's over. And God will not say it's over until I win. I win in this life. I reign in this life. I saw in life. I saw on eagle's wings. Open your mouth and say it. I wish I can say it for you, but I'm also speaking for my life. The truth is, the best of God is never in the past. Hallelujah. The best of God that you have seen is tiny compared to what is in your future. He says, always know. Isaiah 43:7. Let's have it up. He says, Have you not known? Have you not heard? Isaiah 43, 19. Media, please help me with it. It says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now shall it not spring forth. I will make even a road in the wilderness. Hallelujah. I think verse 20. It says, I will do a new thing. Okay, verse 19. Can we have it in KJV? Can I have this in KJV? It says, Behold, yes, I will do a new thing. I was quoting KJV up here. It says, It shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. There is no disadvantage in God. As long as you serve God, as long as you call upon the name of God, your life cannot be disadvantaged. Say, my life will not be disadvantaged. My life can only be full of testimonies. Zechariah 4, 6-7. to I hope we are taking these scriptures and we are confessing it. Zechariah 4, 6-7. to And don't confess in church and then get home because the test is not when you are in church because there is corporate anointing. When you get home, when you get to face the battles of life alone, when situation comes, you are looking at an empty bank account, and your landlord is threatening you that I will send give you quick notice. And you know that, humanly speaking, there is no way this money will come. You call on the name of Jesus. He says, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts, verse 27. Verse 7, sorry. Who are you, O great mountain before Zerubbabel? He says what? You shall become plain. He moves mountains. That song says, "He caused walls to fall." With your power, you do what. He performs miracle. And there is nothing that is impossible for God to do. Say, there is nothing that is impossible for my God to do. He moves mountains. When you see a mountain before you, don't shake before the mountain. Look at that mountain and say, who are you, great mountain? Before my well, I mention your name. Who are you, this great mountain? And as I'm speaking, you are thinking of some mountains that have been standing and they don't want to make way as you are in the presence of God this morning. Say, who are you, oh great mountain? Before me, you must move. Say, you must move. I command you to move. Let me give my testimony. The last time I was here, I spoke about um, an assessment that I wrote and how the Holy Spirit had to give me the answers for people that were not here. You know, I'd written a test and I, you know, something had happened, made me, dis- you know, destabilized. I actually started the test 25 minutes late. It was a t- and it's those kind of tests that 2 hours, 30 minutes is not enough. You know those kind of assessments. It was a professional exam. 2 hours, 30 minutes is still not enough. And then I started 25 minutes late. You know that that is a problem on its own. And I was destabilized. I started answering, answering. And by the time I got to the end, the only said, you've gotten a lot of questions wrong. Calm down. He now said, go back to the beginning. In my life, I had never had that experience. After that, I have not had that experience. Because the ways of God are dynamic. God doesn't run out of ideas to deliver you. Praise God. The fact that he did it this way today, He's not. he won't get to you, you can say, ah, Angel Michael, this is a big one. Oh. Most of heaven! Can you imagine God saying so? No nothing can defy our god and you know after i passed that test i didn't know another assessment was coming up and this was at the place of work and the devil came to me and you know is all those if um chike has a and ola has b and mosa has x what is x i hate those questions and there were plenty x in that assessment it was a seven stage assessment and if i did not find that x in stage four I will not continue. And as small as those X's, I said, God, this i I've been looking for it since 19. When will we stop looking for X? I did not say, Oh God, I have a PhD. No, I said, Holy Spirit, don't let X disgrace me. Help my, help your daughter. And you know, the devil told me, "Shabbi, you gave testimony the other day that, Holy Spirit, we doing, devil is, say devil is a liar. Say devil, shut up. And he said to me, You will give your. Do you, I, I saw the image playing in I'm 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 my. you Come and do your under this tomorrow. And I said, God, not only will I pass this test, I will testify. I did not know that I was going to preach this morning. As at the time I was giving that confession, I didn't know I was going to share the word. But I said, God, I have testified before. You did it before, you will do it again. Bible says the spirit of Jesus is the word of, te- of our testimonies. And I've believed. And I said, God, I confess. I'm going to go into this exam. I will pass. And you know, it's those exams that are timed. Each question, you are telling us to look for X. Now, it's normally, even when they say 5 plus 5 is X, see X. Even if I see the X in Jesus' name, I can recognize it. You will not give me 20 seconds. How will I find it? And I said, God, I'm going in your strength. I'm going in your power. I know I will pass this test. I didn't answer some. Let me be honest. There are some questions that at the time. I was still looking, 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 looking. Next question. 24 hours later. H.R. Saints, man, congratulations. You have passed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Celebrate Jesus. Because he had done it before. I did not rely on my own strength. I went and I said, God, this test, I will pass it. The enemy is saying words of negativity. I refuse to feed my fear. I feed my faith. You know, there was an exam I wrote one day. I said, and I was saying, this audacious, faith, be audacious in your faith. Be bold. Don't be quiet because the devil is not quiet. So why should you be quiet? And I kept saying that day that if two people pass this test, I'll be one of the two. If one person passes this test, I'll be one. And the guy beside me was going, ah, who are you? I said, am Iowa. And I kept saying it. I kept confessing it. It was in those days I was looking for work. And you see, let me tell you this, the peculiarity of that environment. It was a place where you needed to know someone to write a test. It was by referral. We are about 80 people. I was the only one. See, the person that referred me was a clerk at the gate. She was the least in that organization. So I did it, but they just pitied me and put me as one of the 80. And I kept confessing. When the scores came out, I had 82%. The person next to me had 68 When the HR manager came, she said the lady. And when she was saying it, that same day, there were 50 questions. My own question had 45. It since the devil has been looking for me, for my trouble. The questions had just 45. I said, I, the person said, person had 50. I said, no, man is 45. I said, I guess I, you are confessing you have failed. <laughs> because I've been making out, I'm the first. I said, God, 45 questions out of 50 already. I am five questions less disadvantaged. I had 82%. How? How did that happen? How? Say, somebody say, God. God. We serve a God who never fails. We have the help of the Holy Spirit. And the HR lady said somebody had a mud slide mark. That means I dusted every other person. I had five questions less. I was disadvantaged. And somebody here, somebody has told you you are disadvantaged in life. That you will never get married. You will not have children. You cannot get a job. Who art thou, great mountain before Jehovah? But you shall be what? You shall be brought plain. Media, please help me with my confession. I'm very strong confession. It's time for confession. I'm Apparently, I'm out of time. Please, let's rise and say, I'm very high on confessions. Please rise and take these confessions with me. Say, every mountain before my life, health, prosperity, Finances, family, promotion, marriage, spouse. Even if you're single, say spouse, children, becomes plain and is destroyed. Every tongue that rises up against me in judgment is condemned. I silence every negative voice, speaking against my sanity, speaking against my well-being, my joy, my peace. I am delivered from wicked. And unreasonable men. I decree nothing missing, nothing broken. Celebrate Jesus in the house this morning. Hey, hey, I have backing. The second one I am not alone. I have favor before God and before man. Before I call, God will answer. While I am yet speaking, God will hear. I avoid costly mistakes and relationships. My way is flooded with light. My path shines brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter brighter. in the name of Jesus. Hey, my family and I are mightily helped of the Lord. Pastor shalom, and Pastor Abigail are mightily helped of the Lord. The household of David is mightily helped of the Lord. Someone say thank you, Holy Spirit. Come on, rejoice in the house this morning. Rejoice. Why? I need your help. Rejoice in the house this morning. Wherever you go to this week, tell yourself, I have the help of the Holy Spirit. The song we sang in the beginning, I'm gonna dance and praise him. That song was deliberate. Tell somebody, I tell yourself, I have the help of the Holy Spirit. I'm not disadvantaged in life. I cannot fail. I cannot fall. Every door that is closed before me, if it is the will of God, it opens. If you want to have a child this year, hold your stomach. This is the time. To- I give you one minute to begin to decree. The ones that I did not write there said, this year I carry my baby. This year I get that job. This year I get that visa. This year I promote it. This year I buy my car. I move into that house. In the next 12 months, every enemy before me, they are destroyed in Jesus' name. I and my family were for signs and wonders. Every door that seems like an impossibility before me begins to make way in the name of Jesus. Because the Lord has said, I am the children that the Lord has given me. where for signs and wonders, nothing shall be impossible to them that believe. If you know that you have prayed and the Lord has answered, give the Lord a shout of praise this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, we'll be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay bless you.